All right, here we go. Welcome back to Colin Does Electric, the podcast. All right, here we go with another episode of the podcast. Season three, episode eight, maybe? I don't know. I should probably write that down. Um, yeah, so anyways, I want to start this episode off by saying uh, how lucky, I guess, how lucky and how like grateful I am uh, to work for a company that's so uh, diverse in what they do. <clears throat> I, I've been hearing a lot of people have been sending me messages and comments or whatever, seeing that I'm doing a lot of different things and almost surprised, uh, especially especially with like fire alarm systems and like low voltage stuff. Because uh, like, you know, I was thinking about it on Friday, actually, I was punching down just some phone line pairs for the telephone system at this building that we uh, we worked on. And then also right after doing that, went over and started bending some you know, heat blanket bending some uh, PVC pipe for running feeders and stuff. Uh, so yeah, and I thought to myself, wow, this is this is crazy. I just went and I was just punching down, you know, little baby telephone wires. Now I'm, you know, now we're bending some PVC and then we're going to go pull 500s or, you know, put in a fire alarm system or go test a fire alarm system or uh, pull security wire or wire a whole house or go wire a whole or do a bunch of work at the granite shed and, you know, all that kind of stuff. I was thinking, wow, I really got lucky with, you know, a company that's super diversified and it's, it's all because of the, the, the two master electricians I work for. They've been doing this for a long time and they've, they've, you know, they got a lot, a lot of skill and education under their belt. And you know, I'm very thankful for them to pass it along. Uh, but anyways, just wanted to start off with a little bit of gratitude hope you guys had a great week. I had an awesome week. I hope you have an even better week coming up. Uh, one thing I wanted to talk about, I want to talk, let's talk about some workwear. Uh, ever since I've been posting a bit and uh, showing off some of the 1620 workwear that they hooked me up with, I've been getting a lot of questions about it. Uh, people are curious about the quality of it or, you know, almost, you know, the quality of it or like compared to certain other brands and whatever. I want to, also, I want to say, I, I I'm going to be pretty honest with my comparison in in these with with these different companies or whatever but uh no offense to any of them you know I'm not here to trash talk or or whatever if you like a certain brand that's fine but I'm just going to be pretty honest from from my experience I guess with with the bits and pieces of the products that I've used and what I think uh so I'll start by saying I'll run down the list of the stuff that I have from 1620 that I've that I have been um had the you know the the pleasure of using and posting about uh so let's see i have the double knee 2.0 work pants uh i think i'm pretty sure it's like they're pretty standard flagship work pant <clears throat> it's got the nyco fabric and, and i'm not going to get into too much detail on the specifics of the um the the, the, the make of the fabric and all that but i got their their new heavyweight long sleeve the black heavyweight uh long sleeve sweat uh shirt uh, that that just came out, along with the Henley style sweatshirt with the side pockets. The thing is super super warm. I was um, we were working outside. I think it was maybe it was last Wednesday, but it was one of those mornings that we woke up and it was like you know high twenties, low thirties until about noon. 
and I had thrown that over my hoodie just on top of it and just, it was so glad I had that in the truck. Super warm sweatshirt, super heavyweight material. Uh, yeah, can't say enough good things about it. Um, and also I got the, I got the, uh, which also just came up by them, the soft shell quarter zip pullover. The, the, it has the gray colorway. Uh, super awesome. I mean, everything fits really well too. I usually go, I have a size medium for sweatshirts, shirts, long sleeves is what I, is what I wear and everything just fits really well. Sometimes you'll get a medium from company and it really feels like a large, I know Carhartt does that a lot. Like their medium shirts really tend to be, feel like more like a large, I mean, I'm not a super huge guy, so I need, I like, and I like my stuff to fit comfortably. I don't want it to be like, <laughs> you know, baggy, um, maybe a little baggier in the winter cause we're layering up, but but yeah, so, and then also they're one of their logo t-shirts, uh, the orange, it's got the orange logo, but yeah, I mean, even, even the t-shirt, it, it's just such a, I can't even describe it. It's just such, it feels like a real rugged shirt and it's not like uncomfortable. It's still super comfortable, but it's super durable. It's not like, it's not already fading or I'm not wearing it out like right off the bat. Um, and I'm not, and I'm also going to also, I'll also say, I'm not just saying this stuff about 1620 because they're hooking me up a bit. Um, they clearly are a premium brand. Uh, you can tell by their price point and you can also tell by, you know, how um, upfront they are with the fabrics and all the made in USA manufacturing and all that stuff. So it is obviously a premium brand and it has a premium price, but I mean, it's just, it speaks for itself. Um, and then we also have some other things in the works, uh, with 1620 as far as uh, work where it goes too. So keep an eye out for that. I'm looking forward to some cool stuff coming out with them as well. <clears throat> they also have, um, I noticed on their website that they have like company branding, which is really cool. You can get company logos or, you know, custom, not, you know, your own personal custom logos and stuff. So that's, that, that's kind of cool. I got to talk the, uh, talk the boss into getting some, uh, 1620 work, work shirts. Huh. Um, Let's see. Yeah, so like I said, right off the bat, you can tell that these are all premium materials. I mean, the pants are like Carhartt's on crack, is what I like to say. It's it's like what Carhartt's like. I feel like used to be like. Um, nowadays, I like I had I had gotten a pair of Carhartt's. This is on two different occasions. The same the same style. I think it was like the the flex rigby or whatever it was it was just the standard carhartt pant it was like the mid-price range i got the same pair of pants uh, on two different occasions and i noticed i was like why does this feel like this is and i had that you know it's literally the same tag same it was all the same thing but i noticed that the, the the pant was actually made in two different countries like the first one was made in wherever and the second one was made in a you know completely different countries like, okay so that's why and it felt they the same make the same size everything the same but made in two different countries and they felt like two different pairs of pants which kind of you know right off the bat was was kind of frustrating <laughs> especially when i'm looking for okay i feel like these are reliable i'm going to go back at these again i like the price i like the way it fit i'm going to roll with these and then you find out okay it's you can't really trust it <laughs> um Obviously, some of their heavier-duty canvas pants, like their duck washed and all on all those ones are, you know, they're obviously much more rugged. They are a bit more rugged, but I don't know. I still I have a little bit of trust issue with Carhartt. Everything seems to kind of be a little bit different. You kind of don't really, yeah, you know what you're getting. Um, also, the price of them went way up. 
I think because I think it's it it got like popularized on like Instagram with like hipsters and stuff wearing the hats and all that. And then once that happened, the price of Carhartts went like through the roof. Like the same pair of pants that was like forty bucks turned out to be like eighty bucks all of a sudden, which is another reason. And you know, it's not like the quality changed. The quality was still the same, but the price had skyrocketed, which was kind of a uh, kind of nonsense in my opinion. Um, and I had a pair, not like I said, I'm going to be pretty honest. It's going to sound like I'm talking trash. I guess I am a little bit, but I had gotten a pair of the Carhartt uh, ripstop, you know, advertising it as like a ripstop pant. And I probably had them for about six months and blew the crotch out of them, blew the knees out. Luckily they were double knee, so I didn't completely lose them. But I mean, obviously the pockets were tearing. I typically have a lot of tear where I keep my Leatherman in my front pocket, which is pretty normal. I haven't had that issue with the 1620s yet. Like I said, they are like Carhartts on cracks. The material is just much more, it's just much more of a rugged material. And it, and it's, it doesn't sacrifice comfort for durability. It still feels like a super comfortable pair, you know, pair of pants. I could, kind of pants I can go out and trench and glue up PVC and rigid and then also go inside and work in a unit that's like nice carpeted floor and, you know, painted walls. And it's like, you know, it's, it's comfortable in any situation, which is kind of crucial to tie it back to being in a very versatile company. Sometimes we do have to go outside in a trench and then also go inside and label data jacks in a, uh, a nice finished unit or something or, or bank office or, you know, something like that. So that's, um, being able to translate that quality from the different types of job sites that we're at is, is, is pretty crucial, especially for me, especially in New England, anyone in New England, when you go through these harsh season tra- changes, you need rugged stuff, especially when you're working outside or you're working outside at a granite shed or you're working inside at a granite shed. Um, you know, you need something that's going to be, you know, something that's going to be freaking worth it, worth that money. Um, especially when we, you know, you go through it quite often that, that stuff adds up. Unless you're, you know, unless you have a company that pays for all that, but I don't think typically the companies don't quite pay for all your workwear. But yeah, so Carhartt's been pretty disappointing, uh, pretty disappointing to me recently. Uh, their sweatshirts are still good. I still like their sweatshirts. I do like their t-shirts. The t-shirts they wear out pretty fast though, uh, but they are comfortable. <clears throat> uh, they, they, it's like the, the Force Flex or whatever it is. I, I do like those by Carhartt. Uh, those are nice. Um, so yeah, not so ripstop is what I got to say about those ripstop pants. <laughs> um, uh, brunt. So we'll go on a brunt. I tried a pair of brunt. They're very basic work, work pants. The Torah pant, I think it's, is what it's called. Um, not impressed at all. Uh, really, really not impressed. I wore them once and I never wore them again. <clears throat> uh, sorry to you guys, but I just, I, and I think they do offer other, other styles and other fits and, and whatever. So like I said, this is just my experience with this particular product. Um, I didn't like it. It was my size came in as my size, but it felt much baggier than what my size typically is. It was just the straight pant, but it's, it felt, you know, really baggy, really uncomfortable. It was almost like a, I, I, the, the, the fabric wasn't durable. It just, it just wasn't, you know, it just didn't feel like a really good work pant. It didn't feel like something that I was going to be confident in with, being in rugged spots or whatever. But yeah, so didn't really like those at all. Their boots, I have a pair of their, their Marins. Those boots are pretty good. I like the boots. 
They are they are very comfortable. I haven't worn them for a long extended period of time. I wore them, you know, here and there, so I, I don't really know. I haven't really worn them full time for a long period of time, so I don't know how much it'll last. But I know that a lot of people do say very good things about the boots. Um, so I did like the boots, so I will say that. But and I, like I said, I think they have other pairs of pants. I think that they, they do. They do have other. Um, pairs of pants so i I mean i could have needed just a heavier duty pair whatever but blah 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 didn't really like those uh and so a super close second for me uh which is the ariat 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 or ariat i don't know uh work work pants the rebar particularly is is the one that i usually get at the local you know apparel shop whatever you want to call it um i like that it has the side pockets with with the pen with with the pen pocket that's always been super convenient. I, I like that a lot, but they have been, they have lasted and been much more durable long-term than the Carhartt compared pant to that, that style pant to like the, the, the mid-level durability, the kind of like inside work type pant, um, definitely has gone a lot further and a lot, a lot more comfortable in my opinion than the Carhartt pant. So Whenever I go back to that same spot, I'm looking for those rebar, that you know, area rebar. I'm not even going over to Carhartt at this point because I've just been let down too many times. Um, so yeah, close second for me. So obviously right now, 1620 is the one that I favor the most. That's something that I can see myself investing in um, when I go to buy pants. It's obviously, like I said, it's a premium price. It's a premium quality item, but it's going to last you. And it's going to, I mean, it, you see for yourself is all I can really say. Um, it's like, like I said, it's like Carhartt's on crack. <laughs> um, so that's what I have as far as the workwear goes, comparing those. I, I've gotten a lot of questions about, um, uh, people asking me a lot about Brunt and uh, 1620. Um, so that, that's just what I think about those. Um, yeah, what threw me off the most was the same pants, but made in two different countries. And it, and it, and it just felt like two completely different pants. One was like decent and one was terrible. And it, and I, like I said, we're talking like 60 bucks and that's not, it's not really cheap. You know, that adds up, especially when you work commercial industrial work and you're in a trench or you're in a granite shed, you know, you're flying on catwalks and you're doing all kinds of different shit. You need a pair of pants that can freaking handle it. So, so yes, <laughs> that's all I got as far as workwear. That's all I wanted to say on all that stuff. Uh, I guess we can talk a little bit about some tools. Let's see. I want to talk about the Klein lock net, lock nut wrench, the Klein lock nut wrench set. Uh, it's got the half inch, three quarter, one inch. I've been seeing it a lot. I, every time I go to the spy house, I've been seeing it. I'm like, oh, they, they had everything display. And I was like, mm. kept thinking about it, kept thinking about it. And mm, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Kind of silly, kind of silly. I'm used to just using like, you know, my pliers or my needle nose, or just smashing it with a pair of uh, linemans and a flathead, you know, usually gets the trick, but finally broke down, got it, just to check it out, honestly, not super impressed, I've only used it a little bit, in uh, a couple, couple I, I, and it's funny, because I even used it in situations where it was really not needed, because I kind of got it for specific situations where you kind of like, you, you're, the lockdown's in an awkward spot, or it's inside of a unit, or it's in like a box that's kind of full or, you know, a hard to reach type of situation where you don't want to be smashing your, your flathead in there. And that's really why I was interested in it anyways. But so I was using it in situations where it wasn't that difficult and it was just a common, 
four square half inch lock nut should be fine. And it was kind of a pain in the ass. I was like, wow, I can get it tighter. I can get it finger tight and then just grab my pliers and just twist it and it'd be much easier than using this tool. Um, and also you have, there's just one more thing you have to carry, which is kind of a pain. I mean, it is small and it is kind of, it kind of fits in the pouch pretty, pretty conveniently, but it's just one more thing you have to think about <laughs> uh, when you're trying to just keep the core tools you have simplified and light carry. But yeah, not all, not all that impressed. I think, I think when, I mean, this is the only one I've used. I haven't used, I haven't used the Racketeers version or the Gardner Bender version. So maybe those can be a little bit better quality, but I like that it's offset. That makes, that makes sense to me for those hard to reach positions, especially when you were working in units, a lot of the units that are have like flimsy material, a lot of like the low voltage control panels or whatever. It's not like the most rugged, you know, cabinets. So it is helpful to like not ream on something. Um, but yeah, it, 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 it almost like doesn't grip it well. It almost seems like it's too powder coated and it needs more of a rugged tooth to catch the lock nut opposed to just kind of rolling off of it. Um, so I, I had a lot of people kind of hit me up about that too. Cause they're, I think they're in the same boat where they're like, eh, I don't know, not really. It doesn't seem worth it. Does it, is it worth it? But, uh, I'll give it a little bit more time. It might end up just getting thrown in the truck and forgotten about, honestly. Um, but I think it might just stick to, I think ultimately the best thing is just like the pump pliers or I like using my uh, needle nose to get inside the connector and hold the lock nut and twist it. That always works out really well. Or if you're really trying to get it tight, just a good old beater flathead and a pair of linemans, just knock it right in. But yeah, that's what I think about that. Uh, so what else we got? I guess my new favorite little tool is the, uh, the I call it the hard to reach ratchet. It's this tiny, I don't know the measurement. I think it's like, maybe it's two and a half inches or no, it's not two and a half inches. What is it? I have a tape measure close by. Um, it's probably three inches in total length. It's the Aris uh, quarter inch hex drive ratchet, the little red one. I posted a, I think I just posted a story about it. I'm gonna, I got a cool picture of it. Um, but yeah, it's it's so awesome. I, <laughs> it, it's tiny. You can put any kind of obviously any kind of quarter inch bit into it. Similar to you know, a client has one too, where you can it's like got the finger wrench, um, but it's made for tight spots. It, tight spots. It's made for tight spots. You know, obviously when you're, you know, behind a boiler or, you know, you know what I'm talking about, like any of those fan coil units up in the, up in the ceiling space or anywhere where it's a tight spot. And it's kind of nice because, you know, it's an all in one hand kind of piece or, or fixtures that have like the set screws and, 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 you know, bad positions, but, but yeah, so that's another one of my favorite. That, so I guess you can say that's a new tool, the Klein lock nut wrench that I'm kind of skeptical about. Then I got the other new tool by Eris that I'm not skeptical at all about. I love it. It works great. Super convenient. I can definitely see myself keeping that in the pouch. Um, but yeah, so I think that's going to do it for this week's episode. Uh, I talked a lot about workwear. I hope you guys, I hope that resonates a lot with you guys. And be wise when you choose workwear. I've bought in so many different pairs of pants and turned out to be just a waste of money. Um, $16.20, like I said, it's a premium brand. It's going to have a premium price. But overall, if you're outside New England or if you're working in rugged commercial environments, highly recommended. And just for their basic flagship pant is, is more than enough. Uh, their sweatshirts are super, super warm, which is awesome. Going to be loving that going into these colder months ahead. And if you're looking for something a little bit 
at a better price point, something that you can go buy two, three pairs of pants of, and it's going to last you half a year to a year. Uh, check out the Ariat uh, rebar. Those things are awesome. I'm glad that they're stocking them at the local apparel shop now. You know, like I said, it has that awesome pocket. You can throw your pencil, your Sharpie in. It's such a simple thing, but I, I just, I don't know, something about every morning putting those on, putting pencil in that pocket or your, you know, your Milwaukee Sharpie, Milwaukee Sharpie, your Milwaukee Ink Zoll or whatever they call it in that pocket and you're just ready to go. Just a small feature. I like it. Uh, they definitely do wear on the pockets. That's like the only spot on these pants that I have anywhere, which is fine with me. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Hope you have a great week. Definitely leave me some comments, questions, whatever you think, and I can address that on the podcast and clarify that for you. Um, make sure you rate, review, subscribe, download, all that good stuff. Have a good week.